0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Physics Podcast. It's David I'm a Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. We're recapping a thrilling Monday night football game that many people around the world, across the globe, complained about. Because it was not good football. But what were you expecting? Because I'm not sure if you guys are aware, it was Gito Smith versus Jameis Winston as the Saints beat the Seahawks 13 to 10. We are live on YouTube, of course. I don't know if you guys have noticed we're Uh, sort of talking about we mentioned this youtube thing fairly frequently so if you are listening to this podcast or you're watching on youtube and you are currently not subscribed hit the subscribe button every time you click it it helps wilson it helps breach pay for a slightly bigger refrigerator to keep whatever he keeps in his refrigerators in his basement wilson breach what's up
1: Hello, I actually enjoyed this game, and I enjoyed it for one, one very simple reason, Breach. Oh my God,
0: you're you're you've taken a dark turn. And like,
1: Breach and I had the CX covering plus five and a half, uh, I believe it was. I did too. Oh, Brentson, two, great, finally. I, I just assume, but keep going, Wilson, keep going. What's the second part of that? And only me and Breach on this podcast, and our buddy Dave Richards pick both
0: the CX to cover. Did we pick the CX to win too?
2: Nope, the Saints to win. Saints to win.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so that worked out perfectly. Yeah, yeah, I picked the Seahawks to win. whatever. Um, also won real money on the Seahawks. So that's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> you know, um Wilson. But I money
2: means nothing in the world of against the spread picks when it comes to wins over Wilson. And if we've learned anything this year, wins over Wilson is now like the default standard that all people should be measuring against the spread picks by.
0: I'm I'm kind of concerned about Wilson's little uh you know, veer into this his heel turn yeah it's not even a heel turn it's like oh, it's a, a heel turn you know, it's like a guy who like you know you're driving down the highway you're you know you're going from uh you're on i-40 in north carolina you're going from one city to another and then all of a sudden, this guy just yanks off the highway, like unbeknownst to the uh, the rest of his passengers, just whips off on an exit ramp. He's like, "We're taking the side roads now." Nah, this is it's, it's like he went to buy a scratch off lottery
2: ticket, but he had never done it before because it, it was sinful. Uh, scratches it <laughs> off, and he won seven thousand
0: dollars. So now he's completely addicted to it, and there's no way he's ever going to quit. Also, yeah. I think I think that uh, Wilson is getting a little stressed out about these picks because <laughs> you're like the last two weeks. And look. nobody's criticizing your last two weeks, certainly not me, but you're, you're like right around 500. And I think you're trying to fight off this crater and you're, and so like, you're getting really invested in this. And I would guess that as much as you complain about social media, that you were getting lots of tweets about how hot your picks have been and you want to stay hot. So you don't, uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Hop's growlers. Wilson, somebody on YouTube, YouTube chat, hop's growlers. If I, if I, if I look at the metrics, the backend metrics, and you have it if you're ripping me for the pick show. You hit the like button. I'm coming. Well, I'm, not, I'm not probably not gonna do anything.
2: Brenton just got asked in the chat if Wilson can do the Week Eight pick show.
1: Fair That's question. Crazy. Thank you for that question, Scrawler.
0: Yes, I'd love for you to do it. You know what we should do? Don't what? tell Pete and RJ that you're doing it, and then do it. They probably would welcome the break. I would imagine, right? I'd welcome, Yeah, sure, of course, yeah. Oh, sp- oh, wait. Actually, you can't do that because then I have it written in my contract that a absolute maximum. A uh, number of shows that people can guest host on the Pick Six podcast feed. There's a certain percentage. It's a whole thing. My agent and I hammered it out. My goodness! Uh, it's if like I had to Carson, guess,
1: if I had a so, guess, breach. It's not a maximum number of shows. It's a minimum number of shows that Brinson's going to do.
0: It's like the Carson Wentz deal with his playing time, right? If Oops. if I if I, I have to I have to hit certain playing, I have to hit certain hosting time metrics. Mm-hmm. But the good news is we've added so many shows on this friggin' daily NFL podcast. I mean, how many shows do we have a week that we found room to let Wilson host a show finally. And he's going to host it starting. Uh, well, in eight minutes, it'll be today. Cause it'll be Tuesday, Tuesday, but starting this Tuesday, Tuesday. If my phone's charging, so it won't tell you what date October 26th, the debut, the 2021 debut of the Ryan Wilson Oh, no, sorry. Will Brinson draft show featuring Ryan Wilson? There it is in the Pick Six podcast feed. It is actually called the Live NFL Mock Draft Show Tuesdays, one PM. It is going to be a YouTube exclusive. Wilson will be. I, I don't think. I don't think I'm actually involved.
1: That should tell you whether you're involved or not.
0: <laughs> no, no, no really. Normally, in a job, it would. In our it's job, not. I don't think it matters that much.
1: It's. It's going to be me on Tuesday. It's going to be me, Josh Edwards, and Chris Pazzo.
0: Awesome. And
1: Wilson, you're hosting, obviously. Talking, I'm assuming, but that's up to Debo. He's the producer. Uh, talking about my latest mock draft, which came out Monday, October 25th, and every pick is juicy. So tune into like that.
0: Jets, Jaguars, Eagles.
2: A lot of Not Eagles dolphins. picks. Not dolphins. <laughs> Two lines. Who would you mock to the Bengals with the 32nd overall pick? So. Whoa!
1: I'll tell you that. I'll give you a little hint, Breach. It's reverse Super Bowl odds at this point. So they're not 32nd. Oddly, they're 16th, which is clearly not going to happen as we sit here. But I had them taking a tight end, like the, the best tight end in the draft. Uh, Uzama's in the final year of his deal. And I'm just thinking, this who's, team. Who's, actually, the top, who's the top tight end? Uh, uh, wider, What's his name? Jalen Weidermeyer. Did I say it? Yeah, Jalen Weidermeyer. You got me on the spot there. I had a text saying him. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it, um, I got it right. The uh, is in
1: the 16th. It's reverse Super Bowl odds.
0: No, no, but the Bengals are the 16th longest Super Bowl odds?
1: Yeah. Uh, from the top or the bottom. Take your pick.
0: <laughs> I was on uh, the Extra, I think it's Extra Points podcast today with uh friend of the show, Dave Damoshek. Friend of, friend of real life. And generally awesome dude, Dave Damaschek, And Steelers fan. Big Steelers fan. And we were talking about over-unders available at, uh, I think it was FanDuel, where it's like plus money. And the Bengals was t- like 10 and a half, over-under plus 130. And we looked at it. The Bengals are just winning 11 games. Breach tried to tell us. No one listened to him. Yeah, he did. Actually, Breach said they would win nine games, so he's going to look wrong and then brag about it. At
2: <laughs> <in> any <laughs> rate. Well, two weeks ago, I said.
0: <gasps>
2: the Bengals the to win the division at plus 1600 was free money. No, I didn't say that, but I said you should sprinkle something on it. Yes. Sprinkle it. Sprinkle.
0: Hey, it. I'll tell you what. As, a, as, as the guy who started the Zach Taylor Coach of the Year bandwagon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am thrilled about the recent developments. Anyway, we are. Oh, by right, yeah, the way, a, uh,
2: we're seven minutes in the podcast and haven't mentioned. I'll the, just the say game. this
1: quickly: the highlight of Brent's 2021 season is going to be Zach Taylor winning Coach of the Year and him making 15 bucks off of it. That's how sad things have been for Brent's <laughs> through seven
0: weeks. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! What a big jam! A you do, don't guru. Uh, no, look, hey, you know what? I'll go. I'll go 30 percent against the spread. For the season, if the Atlanta Braves win the World Series, I'll you might do that, that anyway. So it's
1: not up to the Braves; it's up to you.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to talk myself into the Braves. Okay. Uh,
1: Good luck to you. The
0: uh, and just Series. quickly,
1: I'm, I'm trying to save up Pete Prisco at this point. That's my big concern against this break he's making his move. But go ahead.
0: There he is. Oh crap. Um. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he's uh, chirping about it too. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, we have a Pick Six podcast store on cbssports.com. and that means. I can stop giving away my personal belongings to people on this podcast and we can start having responsible human beings ship cool stuff your way. So uh, Debo, how many likes do we need in the, in the, in the YouTube feed? 150. Look at that. 150 likes and you will get, that's actually a really nice pint glass.
1: What's it say on it?
0: Pick six podcast. Great uh, graphical marketing there. So if we get to 150 likes, um, Wilson wants me to finish the show in under 30 minutes. It'll probably be, I'll say, we'll say, uh, 44 will be the time. So hit the like button and Debo will tell you in the chat what you're supposed to write to be eligible. Once we get to 150, he'll let you know, and you can win that killer pint glass. And if we don't hit it tonight, we're just going to roll it over into the next yeah. live recap show. But if we do hit it tonight, the more, the more that we hit these numbers, the more likely you are to be able to give away more stuff. Right. Who knows? I mean, we got hoodies in the store, T-shirts, And every tops. time we carry it over,
2: we're going to add an ounce of tequila to it. Unless somebody under 21 wins it, then we'll add an ounce of orange juice.
0: We may even give you some Espelon. By um, the way, this this stuff ain't cheap.
1: If you go to the Pick 6 podcast store, you can cheap. see, yeah, see this, that it's... Uh,
0: and These there's no ridiculous. like, there's no situation where you. All right, we're, t- all right, we're almost ten minutes in. We have, t- you know what, this game sucked anyway. Um, so hit the I light. Thought it was button. so bad.
2: It was good. I agree with Wilson.
0: Yeah, I, I like the game. It was fine. To... Anybody, anybody who complained about this game, like you, I mean, you walked into a Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith game on Monday night in middle, the middle of October, 2021. Were you expecting high level? You know, deep ball passing and tons of offense because I, was. I wasn't.
1: I was disappointed. I kind of got part. it. By the way, uh, I don't know if you said it. Saints, 10. Saints won 13 to 10. Do you know who my biggest losers in this game? You guys can go first and I'll tell you mine. You can do
0: obvious or not so obvious. Um, uh, The biggest loser in this game?
2: Yeah. I'm going to say Jason Myers, the Seahawks kicker, who missed That's two field goals. That's a good one. Uh, one from 44 and one from 53. Uh, he's got to be pretty high on the list if he's not That's at the top, one. right?
0: I would go um if I had to go biggest loser, I would say Ken Norton, who didn't see a need to at any point put anyone on Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield.
1: I thought at least he made an adjustment. The second half Alvin did less damage, but in the first half they might as he might as well have been invisible.
0: He had eight targets eight catches for a
1: well, I think yards most of that came in half. first half. I think second half they sort of slowed him down. But
0: 30, I thirty total touches for Kamara. So who's your loser?
1: I I'm you're on the right path in terms of uh Think the same thing as me. It's uh Pete Carroll and or Shane Waldron. Sure. Pete Carroll will not go for it on fourth and one, no matter what. And I get that you got Geno Smith out there. But if you're gonna run the ball in the first three downs, run it again with Alex Collins or Rashad Penny or whoever, every fourth and one, no matter where it is, he's punting, except for when it's a 54 yard field goal that you know you got to make in the rain because your field kicker is not making kicks. And then Shane Waldron just he may have been tasked doing this with the with the head coaches demand is just run the ball and see what happens and uh demario davis had a hall of fame game solely because of pete carroll and shane walter play calls that uh ended like we just like we thought they were going to end but look geno smith is not great but at some point before the last, the last two the drives guy. yeah he was And that there's just there's uh uh cbs sports hq put this tweet out so in the first drive i think it was the first drive Gino had it the it was, 80- their, it was
0: their second drive
1: Second drive. Thank you. That's right. The thing, the first one was three out. Gino had the, uh, pass the, the, by the way, Gino needs to learn how to throw the Russ Wilson deep ball. He's throwing lasers down the field, a little air to the ball, Gino, but the first one laser that DK Metcalf caught
0: shooting a gun. It's
1: like, dude, you you can see where the guy is, right? First one for one, 84 yards to DK Metcalf, the rest of the game, 11 for 21 for 83 yards. And that's sort of what it looked like when you watch it with your eyeballs.
0: Correct, and if you... All right, so if you take out that one play for 84 yards, which, by the way, multiple Saints players fell down on the play, which is, yeah, you know, right. will make life easier. They had 135 yards, but the kicker to that is when you look at how many plays they ran, 54, if you take out that one play, 2.5 yards per play. I, I understand the weather was not ideal, but and to your point, Wilson, on the Pete Carroll won't go for it on fourth and one ever, but here, here's the problem. So the Seahawks are now two and five. They're two and five and they're in big trouble. And their first round pick is going to the jets, by the way, who I don't know if you know this Gino Smith played there and once got punched in Forum park. Um, this, this Seahawks roster when Russell Wilson is not active, it ain't that much better than the lions. Like seriously,
1: yeah? yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got me. I mean, I
0: don't need to have, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, they have Jamal Adams, who's a very good player, but costs a lot of draft picks and is on a huge contract. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are great. It's, it's better. But if you have Geno Smith and you're up against a Saints defense that is top five in DVOA and just top five in traditional stats and generally playing well, why would you not be like outlandishly aggressive in the way that Dan Campbell was against exactly. The Rams. I was actually going to say, and maybe this is a hot take. I would take Dan Campbell
1: right now, coaching the Seahawks over Pete Carroll, just because I know he's going to like. You know what? Let's see what happens.
0: Is that crazy? I, I don't breaks? think that Pete Carroll's coaching style is fit for twenty twenty one. I agree. And That's this I was roster, thinking that the whole time.
2: I feel a little bit like I understand Carroll's line of thinking here. It's like we do not want to put this game in Geno Smith's hands because we saw what happened the last two weeks. When it's crunch time and we need him to come through with some points is uh, he does something bad and we lose (laughs) the game. But that being said, if you don't want to put in Geno Smith's hands, you can't run the ball 40 times or, you know, not let him throw the ball and then expect him to throw the ball seven straight times on the final possession of the fourth quarter and somehow magically turn things around when you haven't been able to throw the ball or even tried to throw the ball for that matter the entire game. But the other side of this is that, you know, you guys are sitting here bashing the Seahawks and saying everything they did wrong didn't cover Alvin Kamara, wouldn't let Gino throw the ball, even though he started the game basically with an 84-yard touchdown pass. Despite all the bad decision making by Carroll, they would have won this game if their kicker makes two field goals. Yep.
1: Yeah, no, that's right.
2: So you kind of have to look at it from that point of view that I don't think the Seahawks are as bad as the Lions. I think maybe Dan Campbell would be a better coach for this. Seahawks led Geno Smith team. Yeah, but no. We're, we're, look, we're, let's we'll, talk about a team that lost the Steelers by three in overtime, and Geno Smith's first start in four years. And I know, Ron, you don't think Steelers is that good, but it's still Geno Smith's first start in four years. And then coming and making the second start against the Saints team that was uh, a five, four or five point favorite. And again, if their kicker doesn't melt down, they win this game.
1: And I think that's probably what Pete Carroll's is going to tell himself this week when he continues to be the same way he is, which is a problem. That's true. So because he. Look, Geno Smith, I get it. Be conservative, I get it. You can do Dan Campbell, and you're still going to lose by three to nine points. Fair enough. But he does it. That's why Russ was so angry over the last 18, 24 months or whatever. Because last nine years. They weren't letting Russ cook, uh, in part because they're running the ball a lot with Schottenheimer and also because they always punt on fourth down. And I don't know why you would punt on fourth and one at the, your own 39 or 40-yard line when you know this is going to be a game that's going to be incredibly close and the weather's gonna be crappy, and just you can just run the ball. You can run the ball for a yard, you can't run the ball four times in a row and expect to continue to get first downs.
0: Uh just to um you know keep the bingo thing going, yeah, and to just play devil's avocado. Oh uh, I, I do I do get like you know, this is again, I, I'm not trying to summon the Thursday night Browns Broncos game or anything, but I mean it was a three-point game, right? <laughs> so you know it was a it was a really close game. It didn't yeah. feel like it didn't feel like the Seahawks were going to win. No. But the, but the Seahawks defense played really well in this game. They did. Relative yeah. to their talent level. And that, that's the thing. If, if Pete Carroll may, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he should have been more aggressive because your defense, your defense, if you if you if you're aggressive on fourth and short and get it with your offense and can keep moving the ball and, and keep the Saints defense out there, it's gonna fire up your
2: defense. Oh, well, you know, let me you- ask you guys this. There were two fourth and ones in the game for the Seahawks fourth and one from their own 35-yard line on their opening possession. Would you have gone for that?
0: That one was... Yes. From your, your own 35. Yes, probably.
2: Yes, and you know
1: why?
0: And uh, I, I don't have it up in front of me now, but there's... Uh, you a sneak down the middle and they're going to spot it and give it to you.
1: There's a guy on Twitter who used to work for the Eagles as an analyst, and I think he, he no. is a consultant now. And he said, here's what happens. You don't go for it on fourth and one early in the game, but what happens is you have to go for it for fourth and four late in the game because you pass up those opportunities. And I think that's a great point um, and I'll look up his name in a second because I,
2: I want to give him credit. There yeah, you go. you go for the fourth and one. What's the worst that happened? You don't get it, and then what? Like well, you if do you it. don't get it from the 35, you're basically giving the Saints three free points. And that's I think right. that's that's what Pete Carroll's worried about, is that Geno Smith is our quarterback. We can't score points. So if we're giving away free points, we're not gonna win this game. So if Russell Wilson's your quarterback, Pete still wouldn't have gone for it with Russell right. Wilson. But if Russell Wilson's my quarterback, I'm going for it in that situation. With Geno Smith, I'm on the fence. I don't really have a problem with him punting. The other fourth and one. Uh, was do to do, do also from the 35 yard line. This one came in the third quarter. Uh, the Saints were up 10 to seven, so you're trailing 10 to seven, you're your own 35, fourth and one. What do you do?
0: Go for it. Tra- uh, wait, tra- what was the score again? Sorry, the, the sorry. Seahawks were
2: trailing 10 to seven and they were at their own 35 yard line. And this was like a fourth and real one. The, the one the first quarter
0: was like fourth and a half yard. Go for it. Yeah, I mean. They, I, I guess I, it felt like they had more opportunities at fourth and one. I guess they were kept getting sacked and falling back. It's it, it, Look, it is tough. And, and by the way, I mean, Sean Payton kicked on fourth and three on the three-yard line um, because points are hard to come by, and both Peyton Manning and Tom Brady agreed with him. Now, analytics would have said, go for it and be aggressive.
1: But here's the thing. Sean Payton goes for it on fourth down sometimes.
0: Pete Carroll never yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, that, backs- that's, that's fair. This is not a... Like, fourth and one on the 35 is a tough argument to make against uh going for it it's the problem is that pete carroll never goes for it you know exactly what's going to happen and we say
1: this all the time he, here's how you decide if it's a good decision you wonder how's the other fan base reacting to the other team correct oh great the punt team's coming on excellent uh ryan paganetti is the guy i was mentioning earlier who, who made that note and by the way the last time someone said that pete carroll's being too aggressive was when they threw that friggin interception in the end zone of the super bowl and after that <laughs> He has turned up, flipped
2: the switch in his head, and now yeah, he's like, said, "We're just we're running all the time." And that's <laughs> the other am. thing about uh, Sean Payton's field goal is that he literally went for it on fourth down twice on that drive. So he understands the numbers. And at that point, you get down there, you're playing to. At that point, uh, you know your team has not scored at all. You can't leave with zero points, especially when neither of these teams have proven they can score up to this point. And Payton. Looks like a genius because his team won by three points in a game where he was willing to take the three. You know, if 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 again you have Drew Brees there, you probably maybe you go for it. But Jameis Winston, your quarterback,
0: you take points. You know it's funny? And, right? uh, and, and to Ryan Pagani's point, I believe um, that the it wasn't the final play of the game, of course. Scroll up a little bit, Devo, to show the uh, what what he said. Um, obviously, the, the Saints kneel twice. But uh, the, the, fi- the the final play of the game was Geno Smith chunking a play up in the air on fourth and 28 from the Seattle seven. And Ryan Roden at the end of his
1: tweet, watch Seattle instead have to go for it on fourth and longer than one later on. 27 yards longer.
0: 27 yards longer.
1: Um, so that's... Geno is... Not good. What I, I noticed just from eyeballing it, I mean, I didn't... I've just watched the same broadcast as you guys did. It seemed like he would lock on to either DK or Tyler if it wasn't there. He put his head down and either ran and took a slack or made a bad decision.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the the second missed field goal from Jason Myers, you can put on Geno Smith because he yeah. took, uh, you know, that shouldn't have been a 53-yard attempt. If if Geno Smith just throws an incompletion instead of taking an 11-yard sack, all of a sudden that field goal is 42 yards, much more makeable because the weather, the wind was crazy. It was not an easy night for kicking. Anything beyond 40 yards is a crap shoot. Um and, and and so instead of trying a 42-yarder, Myers has to try a 53-yarder because Geno's just taking these horrible sacks you can't take. And maybe that's another reason why Pete Carroll was afraid to throw the ball.
1: I guess. But, I mean, I, look, I can't blame you for having a backup quarterback who's well below the replacement level because they're hard to find. But, I mean, there's a reason that the Jets just traded for Joe Flacco when they cut every veteran prior, to, prior to the start of the season. And Mike White played okay, but certainly not something you can move
0: forward with while um, Zach Wilson's hurt for a couple weeks. Yeah, I muted myself. Sorry, um, I'm not sure that. I mean, the Seahawks are the Seahawks are terrible. You're in a bad Without decision. Russell Wilson. This is this is unfortunately for Pete Carroll and John Schneider. The argument for what? I mean, if you're you know, see, it's like Russell Wilson's like, hey, look, I need more input. We need you know, like I mean, not nothing, not that he would fix the roster or anything, but you take Russell Wilson off of the Seahawks. And put Geno Smith in. I mean, I think even if you put, like, I don't know, uh Kirk Cousins or – is Kirk Cousins winning this game for the Seahawks?
1: Yeah, he is.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the offensive
1: awesome. line – by the way, we're crushing hey, Geno. Gino the off-
0: trash. offensive the line off- was good. St. Uh, St. Stevens is good.
1: The center, I think Kyle Fuller's his name, he, he had a tough evening. And I would imagine he's not going to be looking forward to rewatching this game with the with the coaches and his teammates, because he, he got abused often up the middle. And you know that one of the I think the sack that set up that long field goal attempt that you were just talking about, Breach, was the center getting absolutely destroyed. Straight um, up, to,
0: yeah, it was yeah. it was bad. Well, the whole game was bad. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, will we'll wonder we'll, we'll answer the question: Are the Saints the weirdest NFL team? I, I think the Saints honestly give me more confusion. Like, I mean, you know, one week they're dominating, one week they ghost you. Like, they're like, uh, you don't know whether they're wearing, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, they're like a paranormal, paranormal team or something like that. It's very bizarre. At any rate, they, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they beat the Packers 38 3 in week one, <laughs> they lose to the Panthers 26 7 in week two. They crushed the Patriots 28-13 in week three. They lose to the Giants at home, 27-21. Uh, and by the way, that was their first home game of the season post-hurricane that we thought they would smash the Giants. Because and them. they
2: were up 21-10 to with seven minutes left against a bad, bad, bad Giants offense. Very b- correct,
0: Breach. They go and crush uh, Washington on the road, 33-22. Take a bye and then score 13 points against a miserable Seahawks defense. I, I, I think that... I I think I was trying to justify this earlier today, but um, I I think I was trying to blame the the saints specifically for my poor picking against the spread that, or maybe the saints and the Titans one side on like the, those two teams are screwing me up because I'm, I'm I'm, obviously a big facetious here, man, but like (laughs) are the saints are, are the saints good? Let me ask you, let me put it this way.
1: You know, breach both. So I think we'll all agree that the Cowboys, the Packers, the Buccaneers, um, and either the Rams or the Cardinals are going to win the division. So yes. that leaves.
0: And, and the other NFC West team will make the wild card.
2: Right.
1: Rams yeah,
0: Rams yes. or Re, Re, Re Cardinals are both making the playoffs.
1: No, I thought you meant like San Francisco. I was like, okay.
0: No, no, no. I
2: meant two teams from that division. That's right. So we so, have, four. well, that's five slots. You have that's five one win teams on, and on undefeated Cardinals.
1: So then that leaves the Vikings at three and three, mm-hmm. uh, the saints at four and two. Now the Falcons are three and three. I mean, we could put Debo's Eagles in there if you want to make them feel good. No. They still might make the playoffs. Like Sorry. who else is going to challenge them?
0: Well, the Saints are going to make the playoffs.
1: Oh, okay, well you're asking if they're good, so they're good enough to make the playoffs.
0: I mean, the, who, uh, some, who made the playoffs to the did the Washington football team made the playoffs last year for the well they won the division, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like bad teams make the playoffs all the time, especially when you have seven, you have 14 of 32 teams making the playoffs.
2: The Bears were the bad team that made the playoffs last yes. year. Yeah, eight and eight. Uh, true too. Are, are they nine they nine and seven? Eight and are, eight are, are,
1: are the Saints better than the Vikings? They won eight games, I think. They're
2: they're like similar no, they nine in- game. Sorry, the Saints defense is better
0: than the Vikings. So, <laughs> so. the Viking. It actually it's kind of effed up because the Saints defense is better than the Vikings defense, but the Vikings offense. If you took the Vikings offense and Saints defense, yeah, that would be a really good football.
1: Team. Then you then you got something there. Yep.
0: But I mean, well, I mean you know, and you don't know what Jameis Winston you're getting. That's the problem. Right. Jameis
2: Winston shows up and throws five touchdown passes like he did in Week One. Then you're beating a great team like the Packers, 38 to three, or throwing four touchdown passes against Washington. You're just, you're just
0: destroying these teams. They beat Washington 33 to 22. i I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out that I think the Saints might be. The guaranteed six team into the playoffs in the yeah, East. it's hard. To, it's hard to find a seven team that's going to challenge him. Here, here are the rest of the contenders, and I'm just running uh, north, south, and uh, what's on my screen, division wise. Washington, Philly, and the Giants, all two and five, not ideal. Minnesota, three and three. Chicago, three and four. Atlanta, three and three. Carolina, three and four. San Francisco, two and four. Seattle, two and five. One of those teams. Has to make the playoffs.
1: That's the bigger question. I think the the Saints are shooing. I mean, I don't trust the Falcons, even though they have the next best record. you see What's
0: the Saints schedule the next couple weeks? They could. I uh, think the Bucks next week at and, and Tom Brady talked about this on the Manning Cast, which was maybe the best Manning Cast yet. Um, I mean, it just was. It was. I it mean, he, Marshawn Lynch kept the entire first quarter entertaining.
2: No, nobody could get bored watching yeah.
0: that. Um, Bucks at Saints. Halloween night or Halloween afternoon three Halloween afternoon in New Orleans 325 p.m. Central time packed Superdome full of people in weird gear. I don't think it's insane to suggest that the Saints could win that game. After that, they have the Falcons at home the next week at the Titans at the Eagles. Oh, then four days before the Bills at home and then the Cowboys uh, after that. So these next four weeks are pretty big for the Saints in the sense that if they could somehow find a way to take down the Bucks, They don't I, need to, though. Yeah, I don't think they, they need they to, have to I'm just, I'm just saying, all right, all right, fine. Next four weeks, go three and one. And you, you have essentially cl- probably clinched your spot in the NFC playoffs.
1: They win nine games going to go into the playoffs.
0: They're the, six wins on their schedule
2: right now: uh, Falcons, Eagles, Jets, Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. You win those six games, you're in. Agreed. You don't even I have just, to win it's any. You're two
0: and two the next four weeks. Be fine. You don't have to beat the
2: Buccaneers either time. You don't no. have to beat the Titans. You don't have to beat the Bills. You don't have to beat the Cowboys. You, you literally just win those six games I just named, and you're ten and seven. That's right. I
1: mean, don't you're overcomplicate it. Right. The, the toughest question is: find me the seventh team. In the NFC, like I don't know who that is right now.
0: it's just gonna be a, it's gonna be like a, Squid Game scramble to see. Let me ask you this: whoever the seventh
1: team is in your mind, or did they finish above five hundred?
0: Uh, maybe not. I mean, you know who my team is.
1: Yeah, the Kyle Shanahan's. Yep. That team ain't finished above five hundred. I know two or four. Of them. I mean, Atlanta is sitting at three and three. I have zero faith in them. Chicago's three and four. Justin Fields is going to have uh, an arm amputated or a leg amputated in the next few weeks. Just it's, not,
2: be... it's not Chicago.
1: No, it can't be. Um,
2: Chicago has not had a game where they've passed for more than two hundred yards. That that's... is how bad their uh, oh, really? passing game is. Yeah, and we're seven weeks in the season. That's the longest the team has gone to start the season without throwing for two hundred yards since two
0: thousand eight. I'm getting a note from our uh, the control booth here. Uh, really? That uh, uh, yeah, does qualify as an official breach dunking on Andy Dalton, the first one in the history of the podcast. Oh, ho, ho up high, down hard. Breach dunk. Wow. Breach dunk.
1: Here's the thing. Dalton. We've just been crapping all over Pete Carroll and uh, Geno Smith. What if Russ comes back
2: and this team wins eight games? Yeah, and they get Do the they? Jaguars next week. That's why this. I don't even think that's a lock. I don't think with Geno Smith as their starter, they're a lock to beat Jacksonville. But that's why tonight was so important. <laughs> Would you rather have
1: Geno Smith next week against Jacksonville or Russ Wilson throwing left handed against Jacksonville?
2: Russ Wilson left handed. I'd rather have Russ Wilson throwing an invisible football. He's at that's, least he, he'll scramble. He
0: knows when to scramble. He he could punt it, do something. I
2: feel like Tyler Lockett could probably. It, it's
0: pass weird it. though. Like I'm not sure. I'm not sure that these teams fully look at the schedule. Throw that thing back off. I mean, like I, I'm not sure that these teams fully look at the schedule at, on like Monday afternoon because. Matt Rule of the Panthers. So I sat down with Joe Brady. We 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 talked about it. We've got to fix a lot of things. Like yeah. a lot of thi- like, yeah, you know, we're gonna we'll look. At, I mean, you're three and four. Your season's collapsing, but you're you ain't that far out of the okay. Debo, if you scroll up and sort by conference, I, I think you can. Um, I mean, if you're if you're the Panthers, three and four looks like a disaster. After three and zero, yeah, click that conference button right there. Um, for YouTube people, you're you're just the ten seed right now. And you're half a game out of Minnesota. And yeah, yeah. Tell me who are they
1: behind, though. That that should make them feel good.
0: Atlanta, Chicago. Yeah. In Atlanta. Man, this playoffs weird. Um. So you got to find the quarterback. And so I think I think I think we have. I mean, that's sort of the. You know, New Orleans didn't look good tonight. On on offense. I mean, Jameis was problematic, but. He-
1: so there's actually a graphic during the game where Drew Brees averaged 38 passes during the, I think during the Sean Payton era, at least the last few years of it. And Jameis has averaged 23 this season. So 15 less, he threw 35 times in this game. Um, and did God. to yeah. his credit, Treyquan Smith had a very tough evening. He had missed the season with hamstring injuries. Jameis was yelling and screaming at him on the sidelines. He messed up uh, the first couple series. He ran the wrong routes and made Jameis look you know, look bad, and that's reality. I think he uh, had... Kevin, to-
0: Kevin White dropped a, a Ugh, really Kevin nice White. deep ball from uh, Jameis in the next play. Kenny yep. Stills dropped one, too.
1: Yep, and OPI on Traquan later in the game. So he didn't get a lot of help,
0: but you don't want him throwing the ball 35 times a game, for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, it, it was surprising how... Actually, how well the Seattle Seahawks played in terms of their run defense against the Saints, and and very impressive how... Not a surprise. Sean Payton's a good coach, but he very quickly pivoted to moving Alvin Kamara out of you know out of the backfield and into these option routes as a running back that the Saints that the, the Seahawks excuse me had no no like answer for whatsoever. I mean Kamara finished with 10 catches, 128 yards and a touchdown. That is that is robust. To That's say pretty that. good. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Diego. Diego says hit the like button, people. Okay, yeah, yeah, I need people to remind me to tell them hit the like button. So you get that, uh, get that, get that, uh, yeah, we're probably I could get it tonight. We'll get it later. It's tough to get the like buttons during these, um, the shorter podcasts. It's not the shorter, it's the midnight.
1: Yeah, Monday, midnight madness.
0: Yeah, if, if you're watching the show and you haven't hit the like button, it's right there. If you're on your like desktop or your laptop, there's no excuse. It's, it's literally right there. Press the like button. If you, if I don't have an, you, I don't have an iPhone. Can you just tell Siri
2: to like the video? Can you say, "Hey Siri, like the video"? Don't be lazy, breach.
0: What? Smash what? the like button. We're going to give away pint glasses, and if we, if we can keep, if the more stuff we give away, the, the more stuff we can give away. Good one. I know. That's, that's <laughs> nailed <I think>. it. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. You know, sometimes, sometimes the English language doesn't need to be complex either. You know? <laughs> that should be a drop that nailed it, Debo. We know that. <laughs> um nailed it fantastic uh yeah and now the interesting thing about that nfc playoff picture by the way i don't think if you're the seahawks you can start trading away veterans
1: you can or cannot
0: cannot because you're still in the mix
1: i mean they, when you look at the the list of depot had up there they're literally 15th only ahead of the lions in in the race but again when russ comes back if he comes back soon and he didn't commit to anything uh according to the to the, to the um, Monday night, uh, the Monday night telecast. So who knows when he's coming back? But I would imagine sooner than later. It's not too late because we can't find the seventh team. I mean, it's the Bears and the Panthers and the and the Falcons. But can
2: we? Penalty? But if you're Russell Wilson, the earliest you can come back is the first game after their bye, and your first two games are Packers, Cardinals, and you have yeah. to win at least one of those. Like yes. you can't you can't get swept there.
0: I, I would say that based on the way that Russ has handled these last two primetime games with his. Fake workouts, fake workouts on the field before it's it's like, I can't believe I'm being televised as he's doing. I I think I think that he just having watched Russell Wilson for a long time, I'm pretty convinced that he is sure he's going to come back after the bye would be my guess right now. So listen, here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. They have to be the Jaguars with, with Gino next week. That, that is they can one. Russ can come back and they can lose to both the Packers and the Cardinals. and they have to be a football team, 49ers, Houston, Bears, Lions. That gets them to eight wins. And I think that's don't hold me to it. That's a path to the playoffs. That's a there's a path to eight wins. There's a path to eight wins. <laughs> and it's doable.
0: Um, it's doable. And you can still lose the this is literally what you said about Andy Cowboys. I was. know it is. I said nine wins for Andy, which there's is a path to nine wins. I was trying to see if um uh Caesars uh, they take them off during the games so they don't have it what I mean what do you think the Seahawks to make the playoffs are
1: I mean it has to be plus 800
0: eight to one to make the playoffs I would take that that's too high I think a little high five to one, maybe three and a half to one. Five. To three three and a
1: half they're 15th out of 16 teams yeah halfway I mean, through
0: the, the season the, the team who, who's seven right now I know I know three they're 500 the Vikings are plus 150 to make the playoffs yeah, well, that makes that I that I get. What yeah, are the you Bears? Get plus money on all these teams. I mean, what are the Bears? Why would you, why would you want to bet the Bears? Are I the, don't, but they're they're a team that's the Bears a little, are six to one to make the playoffs.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like the Bears okay. are better shaped than the Seahawks, but clearly not the better team. The,
0: the Bears aren't making the playoffs.
1: No, they're not. But their record is better than than uh, Seattle's this year.
0: So they, I, while I think. the Bengals are plus a uh, ten to one to make the playoffs. No, I'm just there. Six hundred to make the playoffs. So I'm breach. The Falcons yeah, are dead. three to one to make the playoffs. That's stop it. The, oh, the Falcons. I thought they said the Lions. <laughs> no, no, no. A, I think there's a decent chance that if if we look at these odds tomorrow, once the Seahawks are posted, and, it, and I guess the Saints, you know, Saints and Seahawks are factored in, that you might be able to take all the teams yeah. fighting for that seventh spot and get plus money on them.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I think that's right. And I
0: think that would guarantee a profit,
1: right? All the teams except the, don't take the Bears. The Bears are not making the playoffs. Don't waste your money on the Bears. Fair. But again, like if you look at the Seahawks schedule, It's Very lost.
0: simple and stupid of me, but if am I wrong? If you bet on plus, no, that's not right. Um, you if, if ever if you can't obviously bet on everybody like a hundred you know, plus even money to make the playoffs, you lose money. But I think there's a, I think there I think there's a path. Um, yeah, there it is. I think you could bet on these teams fighting for the seventh seed and find some a way to kind of finagle how much you put on each one that you could guarantee a profit. You can probably come close to... Well, like, you don't bet, you don't bet on the Panthers. Eight, oh, my God, the Panthers are 8.5 to 1.
1: They're not making it.
0: 49ers, 2.5 to
1: 1. You, not, you can't guarantee it, but I think you give yourself a very good chance. What do you say the Vikings were? 150? Uh, plus 150.
0: Yeah, so you could basically bet on...
1: The Vikings, the, the Falcons.
0: Vikings. The, Sorry, no you can, Falcons are plus
2: 300.
1: Yeah, Vikings, Falcons, and I would take the Seahawks over the 49ers, but if you like the 49ers, take the 49ers.
0: Well, so you bet the Falcons and you you have to pick one of Chicago and Carolina probably the Falcons no. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. neither one of those teams are making it you are San Francisco is just right there they're
2: no no the the two the, the Panthers and the other team you mentioned I
0: agree we so know you know, know it's funny later, is San
2: the, Francisco the 49ers and Bears are playing each other this week and I feel like the loser is basically out. yeah
0: yeah
2: yep
1: um, i would my three teams would be the Falcons the Vikings and the the Seahawks to to get that see, possible seven down. spot, yeah.
0: I mean, if if I see a Seahawks eight to one to make the playoffs, I'm betting that.
1: Now listen, they they have I can't they have to be the Jaguars. Well, uh, obviously, they can lose the two games coming out of the bye. I mean, they can lose the Jaguars, but they are got to be the Packers. So are the Falcons going
0: to gonna make the friggin' playoffs? Did
2: I? Oh I, my was... god! I was actually just thinking I really like the Vikings, and then I saw their next few games. Their next four games are Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers, Packers.
1: They today. have the hardest
2: remaining schedule in the league. I mean, that's
0: insane. And Pat Pete
2: is hurt. Yes, he is. Pat Pete is hurt.
0: Ah, Wilson, Wilson, shedding blood over here against other CBS podcasts. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Got a commenter. He's, Diego wants to bet. Covered. He is
2: hurt. Diego wants to Debo to bet the Eagles to make the playoffs. What are the Eagles? Eagles odd Princeton plus a trillion. On the flip side, the Eagles with the easiest
1: schedule left in the NFL, but I would not even take that bet, even though
2: I, I still think they, they find their way at seven or eight wins by the end of the year. And they're plus 450, just in case. So that's how that's, oh, that's that low middle.
0: the optimism is sunk on that. I
2: know. T- so I,
0: I see a path to five wins.
2: <laughs>
1: I I see a path to them losing to the Lions this reality. weekend. No, uh, no are they
0: playing the Lions this weekend?
2: Yeah, I could, yeah. See, I could see an L. Divo, don't what, read my prediction story tomorrow, please.
1: Did you, uh, Brinson, did you see what Dan Gamble said? I did not. I picked uh, the Lions to win by 50 points. Here's what he said today. Uh, you know, they lost in a close game to to the Rams. They yeah, haven't the won team. a game this season. and yeah. 7 he goes, I'm frustrated like anyone would be. I'm frustrated like our players, but it also gives me more motivation and driven anger, if you will, to want to make things right and help these guys as much as I can uh, and help this staff. That's the way I'm cut, man. It makes me want to dig in more is what it does. Maybe I'm stubborn that way. I told the team this before we even started the season, but I'm built for adversity. This is what I do. I've seen it. I've lived it. I've done it. I've been in the high highs, the low lows. So I'm ready for this. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on any of these guys. I'm not listening to the lack of talent talk. I don't buy into that. We got more to give as a staff. These players have more to give as players. We're going to find a way to win the game. What do you think Nick Sirianni said today during his uh, pep talk, Debo? Uh, hey, You want uh, to play rock, uh, paper, scissors? Why,
0: why, did I, why did I put paper out?
1: I will say, like, we we were we didn't know which way Dan Campbell was going to go in July, August, but we were hoping that it would be sort of crazy town. We're getting the best parts of crazy town, and I think the players sort of –
0: They're buying in for sure. Now, you, know they, you know who they play after their bye, after they play the Eagles? Who? Your Pittsburgh Steelers. Where's
1: that
2: game? Uh, in Pittsburgh. Wait, so the Lions could be in the playoff hunt here with, with two gimmies right there. The I think the Lions will be a popular pick this week. <laughs> you hit the league.
0: wrong button. Tommy. <laughs> oh, we missed! <laughs> An absolute dunk on t and Wilson. Good job. You hit, you hit the wrong button. You dunk on yourself. I almost popped a... a, a, a an ice cold there.
1: Yeah, what were you saying, Debo, before Brinson mess everything up? No, I, I just I, I think Breach hinted at it, but I think the Lions will be a popular pick this weekend. I, I oh, I'm a hundred percent picking him.
0: Now, now,
1: we just
2: need Brinson to get on board.
1: Yeah, that's what you need, Brinson. How much can we pay you to pay, pick
2: Eagles. the Lions? Brinson does not Eagles. pick cat teams. That's he's trying to blame it on the Saints. It's cat teams that are taking him down in his ATS pick.
0: I, I actually think that the Lions will win. Oh my god! Get out Thank here. you, Dab. Such, Colorado. Dab, Colorado in in uh, YouTube says last year I followed this podcast and made enough to pay off my credit card. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment, Dab. There's Just more. Ating Brinson and making enough to pay off my mortgage. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. Um. Wait, I did the math last
2: week, and if you had, uh, what was it? If you bet a hundred dollars. Oh! On- Complete that's a, elation. That's a if first. you did a, if you did a fade, Brinson parlay, you could have won four hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars off a one hundred dollar bet,
0: <laughs> and we could have all just not been working anymore. Yeah.
1: You, didn't, you wouldn't have to give the football back if you're the.
0: I'm going to cross on YouTube. Like, why the f didn't you do that? <laughs> So yeah, I, I pick the Lions and the Eagles? All right. But not, enough about my picks. This is not... This well, is a, and terrible. Obviously, I would be doing the same thing if one of y'all was having this 3 weeks stress. Yes, you would be doing it much worse. Very much. you. Yeah. One of us would be crying. Well, you like, keep warning us that Wilson Spade I don't care is coming. I don't care about picks. Um, but uh, but I'm the I'm Lions next... Four, I don't know why we're talking about the Lions now. Or something. I have no idea. The Lions have the Eagles at home. If they I win the next two games, they're they're in the playoffs. listen. At the Steelers, at the Browns, who are... Still pretty banged up.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're
0: Bears win at home, Vikings at home, at the Broncos. Are we sure the Lions won't win three or four of those? Uh No, we're not sure. <laughs> they're, I mean, I think, I mean look, two max, and they yeah, also have the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Seahawks left. So I, I don't think it would be crazy if the Vi- if the Lions somehow kind of got warmed down the stretch and found a way to five and twelve, or or four and thirteen, or six and eleven. That would be crazy.
1: Six would be crazy.
0: Six would be pretty crazy. But I mean, they lost. They could be three in. Uh... They could be.
1: Yeah. I mean, the 50 yard field goal losses, they weren't going right. to beat the
0: Rams. Let's wrap up the podcast. We'll take some questions. Somehow we got to 45 minutes. Oh uh, my did God. We get, did we get to our giveaway? Map, <laughs> map. <inaudible> Sorry. Next show. Tell your friends. Hit the like button. Could have gotten a pint glass. Can I get it instead? Since no. I want it. Do I get it? No, oh,
1: no you got enough problems. You don't need it. <laughs>
0: Seriously, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, hit the alert button because it it all kind of all get the bell together. It all it all does an algorithm thing that that pushes it forward to to hit all that stuff. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.